Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Well, it took over 72 hours to finally complete the cup race, but we did it. And right after the race, Preston and I have joined you here at In the Marbles. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Beamer, Preston Lude, co-host. How's it going, Preston? Welcome to the post-race show of the 72 hours of Texas. No kidding, (laughs) man. It was such a long race, man. It was almost unbearable at times. And I tell you, man, I give it to Texas Motor Speedway. I applaud them and what they did because they worked nonstop, I feel like, for three days to get that track ready for the race. And it was a good race, and we'll get more into that. But, Preston, you came over to watch it, and... I'm glad you did. It was a good race. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a really good finish. And um, I mean, you know, just the, when we go back to Sunday, you know, a lot of people on Twitter have been talking about. I mean, what was Fort Worth area? Probably two hours behind Eastern Time. I think it is. No, it's one hour. It's behind. one hour. Yeah. So some people were like, "Oh, they brought up the whole we should start a little earlier thing again because what three thirty was the start time, slated it, start time on Sunday. Yeah, it was. So I mean. I don't think that pushing it back a little bit. I mean, maybe it would have made a difference, maybe. But I mean, still, once they said that, you know, we're going to try and go racing, we're going to try and finish on Monday. And I was just like, I looked at the forecast, and I was like, the forecast doesn't look promising for the next two days, anyways. So no, it, we're going to well, be here it, for a while. <laughs> it turned out not to be good for the next three days, yeah. man. It was, you know, we thought we'd get it in Monday, and then we quickly realized, no, we're not going to get it in Monday. We thought we were going to get in in Tuesday. Then they said 6 o'clock. Then they said, nope, Wednesday. Yeah, never mind. And even Wednesday at 3 o'clock, they said, nope, 5 o'clock. And yeah. even then, it took it 6 o'clock. And then we finally finished at, what, 8 o'clock? Yeah. So it was, a long, it was a long wait. And I tell you, it took, I think the official time of the red flag was 73 hours, 38 minutes, and 17 seconds. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> there was that a was lot a of long uh, red flag, man. There was a lot of jokes on Twitter. You know, uh, Matt Benedetto said, "If you need me, my new address is my truck at the Texas Motor Speedway. I'm now I now officially live here." And yeah, I was listening to uh, Sirius XM Radio this morning, and they were talking to Jeff Burden, and he said, "Yeah, I like the new neighborhood. I like the new neighbors. I like <laughs> the local restaurants." <laughs> there was, uh, was there was one of- picture of. Uh, Clint Boyer and it was like Clint Boyer leading now and then Clint Boyer when we finally get this race done and it just had a picture of him aged. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah so. I saw that one too. There's a lot of good stuff coming on <laughs> Twitter, man. But man, I'll, it's uh, wow, we get it done and what a busy week it's been. What a busy week indeed, and I'm glad we got you over to watch the race and you over to. Do the show. We're going to be in Burmer in the Midnight Oil, but rest assured, tomorrow morning when your Marbleheads wake up, we'll be there, not only on our platform, but on the Unhinged Sports Network. Yeah. So excited and excited where that's going, man. It's a lot of good podcasts on there, a lot of good people on there. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to and watch, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's going places. It really is, and I'm happy about it, but... First of all, as we start off every show, how are you doing? How's the family? How's everything? Uh, things are well. Uh, job's good. Family's good. So I uh, can't really complain too much about life. You know, How are you? I can't complain. Uh, job's good. In the Marbles is good. Caroline's good. Everything is good, man. Life is good. Life is good. And starting to see Christmas stuff in 
Lowe's and Home Depot and Walmart. So now I'm getting into holiday season. Yep. And excited about that. But yeah, other than that, life is good. I can't complain whatsoever about life. Just trying to live it day by day, man. That's what I do. I know, man. That's my and, philosophy. And new job going well. Uh, new job is good. good. I enjoy it. Do what I think I you already. I think you already said that, but just to reiterate. Hey, new you know, job is good. Hey, it could fluctuate from week to week. You never know. Well, it really could, and that's life in general. I feel it could fluctuate week to week. But the consistent thing about that is for one year here at In the Marvels, we've been bringing you the most in-depth race coverage that we can, and the most insightful race knowledge that we can give you. And working on bringing on an IndyCar guy on the show. That. I think that would be a great addition. I think it would be an outstanding addition to the show because the IndyCar season just ended this last weekend, and I think maybe we covered one or two races. Yeah. This guy knows his IndyCar stuff. Okay. See, that would be a good thing then. So, and tried to have him on today. Couldn't happen. And I said, we'll wait till next year. So be ready. Stand by. Hopefully that goes off well because I think it'd be good to have three people. And he, him to... Indy is me to Formula is me to NASCAR and you to Formula One. Okay, he knows his Indy car stuff. He loves it, so he's going to be our Indy car guy. Nice if we could get him on the show, which would be outstanding not only for the show but I think it'd be good for him because he has no one to talk racing to. Well, then he can come on the show and, and talk racing with and, us. And that's what I said. He was he was nervous about coming on the show. He didn't he thought he'd be scared. I'm like, bro, you know, dude, yeah, we're talking just, racing. Yeah, we're just hanging out, man. And nothing... I don't know much about Indy car, but. I'll learn through you. Yeah. And I don't know much about Formula One a lot, but I'll learn through Preston. We just we'll yeah. help each other, man. Yeah, we're here for each other. But, man, I'm glad everything's going well. Hope everything's going at well out there in the world with everybody around the world listening to In the Marbles. We're almost done with October, close to the end. Yep, we're getting Getting there. ready for the holiday season. But, man, we got a lot of stuff to cover, so we're going to hit the ground running. Hit the news. And the first piece of news I have for us in, and there's no surprise here, that Lewis Hamilton, win number 92, breaking the record held by Michael Schumacher of 91. Congratulations to Lewis Hamilton. I like cheering against him, but that's just me. I don't much, you know, like seeing the same guy win over and over again in, Form- in Formula 1. Formula 1 notorious with this, I think, more so than any other form of motorsports. Yeah. That Lewis, that... If the team gets it, they get it. We saw it through Ferrari. We saw it through Red Bull. We saw it now through the Silver Arrows and Mercedes Patronus. But he, he's well-deserving of it. And what are your thoughts on that, first of all, being the Formula One guy? I have to say this. So, yes, it may get a bit tiring seeing the same guy win over and over again and that Mercedes has been dominating. But, I mean, you have to give the guy credit where credit is due. That is 92 wins is a lot. So, congratulations to Lewis Hamilton is all I can say. I mean, yeah... Some some people might like to root against him. They want it. They don't want to see him win at times because right. he wins all the time. But like I said, got to give it to him. Ninety two wins is very impressive. And Jeff Gordon, when he retired, had ninety three. Yeah, but he didn't win every weekend. No, no, he didn't. And you know, going for I think the seventh world championship there, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to him, and we'll get more into that on the rating of the races because. Well, you know. Yeah, you, you well, know. Yeah, you, you've already <laughs> seen the writing on the wall with that one. <laughs> Another piece of news from the world of Formula One, and this is, I think, one of the biggest news stories of the Formula One season. Shakes everything up for me. Kevin Magnuson and Roman Grosjean will not be at Haas in 2021. Preston, how does that, you being the Formula One guy, shake up that seat and what is Haas looking for in a driver and everything like that? Because... They have Ferrari power, and Ferrari's not doing well across the board. So is this just a let's try something new with drivers, or is this like a whole shakeup with the team? I think this is a whole shakeup in general with the team. The, there's no there's no shocker here that I think Haas is kind of – Gene Haas is probably on the borderline of does he really want to continue to invest into the sport for years to come. Uh, they – had some promise when they came aboard years ago. There was they had some decent finishes here and there, but this is this is a big shakeup. So now the question is, what drivers do they bring in? Are they going to bring in young drivers? Are we looking at developmental drivers from Formula Two? Are we looking at uh, Mick Schumacher? Are we looking at uh, Callum? I think is I think it's pronounced Lot, if I'm not mistaken. But um, 
I mean, there are other guys out there that are rumored, like Sergio Perez is rumored to go there. There's rumors of what if Nico Hulkenberg, what if they ask him to come on board? Oh, yeah, but, big one. So there's, there's so right now it's there's no writing on the wall. There's nothing set in stone, but there's a lot of rumors of who it could be. As far as where Grosjean and Magnussen end up, I'm not really sure. I don't know what their plans are after this. But well, if memory serves me right after seeing the latest who's in the filling the seat stuff, Hamilton is hasn't re-signed with Patronus. I think he's going to. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't put a uh, pass in. We do know that uh, 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 some news that came over the week that uh, Pierre Gasly is going to stay with Alpha Tauri. Yeah. So um, Alex Albon, there's been rumors that, you know, does he deserve to stay in that Red Bull seat? And I think Red Bull's still kind of backing him that, they're going to give him another shot for next year. So. Yeah, why not? Give, give him one more year to develop. And As far as Aston Martin goes, which is going to, you know, Racing Point is turning into, we know that Vettel. Vettel is there, but they haven't confirmed the other seat yet, which I'm going to assume is still going to be Lance Stroll. Okay. But we'll see. They Like we said, they haven't confirmed that yet. And then, of course, Alfa Romeo, I think, is still going to be looking for drivers as well. Yeah. So Still a lot of moving parts there in silly season with, what, five races to go? Yeah. So now in the F1 season. We'll see what happens. Oh, man, I can't. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I want to know what happens. I really, in my personal opinion, I really want Nico Hulkenberg to come back. Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people found that a very popular thing when he came back and subbed for Perez. Yeah, and then and he was uh, subbing for Stroll. Uh, last yeah. last race, I I, I think so it he might, deserves it, another shot. It might be a good seat for him for that uh, racing point or what? Alpha Romeo, Romeo. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Alpha Romeo. Are you talking about Aston Martin? Aston Martin. Oh, racing that, point transitioning yeah, over I mean, to Aston that, Martin. That makes sense. I that. think it would be cool, but I mean, like I said, the uh, the team owner Lawrence Stroll has got so much pulling that since he's kind of like oh. up top at Aston oh, Martin I, I as well. I wonder who's going to go there. Uh, yeah. Lance, Lance, Lance Stroll. Okay. I see how it works there in Formula yeah. 1. So it's all, we'll it's all see. who has the we'll most see. money. Honestly, if Nico Hulkenberg comes back, I will pull for whatever team he's there, whatever team he goes to. I I enjoy seeing him. So All right. He might be one of my favorite drivers, not just because his number is 27 either. What's so significant about 27? 27 is like my lucky number. So that's okay. how I became a fan of Paul Menard when ah. he was in NASCAR. Well, I, I really found his cars, his neon cars to be cool. And then when he signed with Richard Childers, he was going to be in the 27. I was like, oh, this is like a win-win for me right here. I, so, I get it now. Everybody gets it now. I wondered why for years that you were a Paul Menard fan. And it's just because I just, of the number. I enjoy, but I, I became a really big fan of his over the years. I just enjoyed his, I just thought he kind of was like my style of racing. And I, I don't really like to, I like to just take it easy and, keep the car in one piece but i'm always looking for a good finish so i hear you man so. i hear you on that but uh is that all is that all you got with uh the likes of magnuson and grosjean not coming back yeah i think I, mean, I think that's a big piece of news i for think haas. i think that's what haas is looking for i think that's what they need i i think it should be an american going in that car i think that would pull a lot of american fans to this to, i i mean the last american driver was scott speed that yeah. didn't really turn out well i for, i don't disagree with one and nascar I mean, poor Scott Speed. I mean, obviously he can drive. He drove in the two top series in the world. Yeah. But I think an American driver needs to be with an American team in order to pull American audience to Formula One more so than that. Because I'd totally switch out all my Ferrari gear for a Haas driver. Yeah. If it was an American, that's just me. I mean, but that's half the fun of Formula One. You could uh, choose for your pool for the guy representing your country. It's like mm -hmm. the Olympics yeah. for racing. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just me. We'll have to. We'll just like we said. We're just gonna have to wait and see what uh, what comes of the seats there. Yeah, I know, you know? It's, it's gonna be fun to watch and see all that unfold there. But uh, third piece of news I have, and said it at the top of the show, we don't have an IndyCar guy yet. But I figured this is gonna be a newsworthy thing. Scott Dixon wins his sixth career championship, winning four races in twenty twenty. What an awesome job. Congratulations to Scott Dixon. He's well-deserving of that. Very popular driver. Very good driver there in the IndyCar series. And I wish I could talk more about it intelligently. I can't. But maybe our IndyCar guy, yeah. hopefully next season can. Because I think it'd be good to bring that to the show and for everybody to look at. Because IndyCar is a lot of fun. I've been to one race in IndyCar. It's just so much fun. But, man, I tell you, that was... That's awesome. Congratulations, Scott Dixon. I don't know how much further we could go down that route. No, hole. we can't. But the the big piece of news 
just came out today, ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday. So when you hear this on Thursday, everybody should know about this. Kyle Larson coming back to the fourth Hendrick car in the stable and driving the number five in 2021. When you sent this to me, I was thinking, you, you said something about Kyle Larson. I said, I haven't heard anything. Kyle's not confirmed. Right after I sent that message, Charlie sent me something saying, <laughs> Kyle's going to the five car. This is awesome, not only for Kyle Larson, but for Hendrick. What are your thoughts on it, first of all, Preston? Because this is huge. I like it. I mean, everybody deserves a second chance. This guy, you know, he went through what all he needed to do and more to make sure he could come back. And I think the writing was kind of on the wall in the past week when it was announced that his racing team, the dirt team, Kyle Larson Racing, was going to be closing down after this season. I was like, this this is a clue right here. And okay. I didn't, and I was going to bring that up when we were going to do the episode, but then. There you go. Kyle Larson is coming back in NASCAR and signing with Hendrick. So I don't need to bring it up now because it's no, it's, <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> so, and I, I tell you this when I, when Briscoe got called up to the 14 car and Alex Bowman going to the 48, I thought one of two things. One, Kyle Larson's not going to get a cup seat because if Hendrick goes down to a three car organization, which they've been talking about for a while, they're folding that 88 car. Yeah. That. Kyle Larson's not going to have a good competitive seat in Cub. He might have to settle with a go-fast racing or something, a C team, mm-hmm. in order just to get back into the Cub Series. But for him going right to the tippity-top again, I mean, better than Ganassi Racing is Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah, it is definitely safe to say that Hendrick is a step up at this point. And I'm quite surprised that it's a Hendrick organization because one, it's a Chevy team. He was with the Chevy team. Chevy cut ties with him fast, but yeah. I think Chevy's now convinced that lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down... The likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Okay, he's learned his lesson. Yep. And he's ready to come back. Uh, Rick Hendrick on... Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s download earlier today said, "Every we live in a land where everybody deserves a second chance." That's that's very that is correct. And I, w- I would say that to a point. I mean, you can't go out and murder someone or do something outstanding, yeah. outlandishly crazy, and expect a second chance. You'd have to do your time. But he did everything he needed to do required to come back, and he he did it with class, and he did it with humbleness, and he did it with everything that he needed to do. With all the haters, not even haters. I don't. I haven't heard one negative thing about this guy coming back, about Kyle Larson coming back to the Cup Series. No, and that surprises me because, you know, you look at the other end of the spectrum, and I hate to go down this rabbit hole, but we're in the news, and I get to say my opinion, and you get to say your opinion on topics. Like you look at Bubba Wallace joining the Mike uh, twenty three Michael Jordan team, which his car number is going to be twenty three, which is pretty cool. That people are already doubting. Bubba Wallace for what he did. And then you have Kyle Larson who made a mistake and said a racial slur. And then all of a sudden we're working him back with open arms. And a lot of people on Twitter are saying that's a double standard mm-hmm. that Bubba Wallace is getting all this flack for doing what he believes is right. And then we all forgive Kyle Larson. I could see both sides of that coin and I'd hate to get too far down into the weeds in this or into the marbles as we like to say. But I can see what they're saying, but I'm happy for Kyle Larson. I I think a lot of people are Kyle Larson fans. Yeah, that, I think it's cool that they're going to bring the five car back too. That's also historically awesome for not only NASCAR, but for Hendrick Motorsports. Harry Labonte mm-hmm. drove that car. Kyle Busch was driving that car when he Kyle, started out. Yeah, Kyle Busch and then Dale Jr. for a race in Texas, as a matter of fact, after Kyle Busch wrecked and 
left and then they say that we fixed the car and junior hopped in and that was a precursor to 2008 therefore dale Earnhardt jr but man i tell you it's just one of those things where good on him he deserves it i don't want to get too political about stuff because that's not what this show is about this show is about racing and if you can drive a car you can drive a car yeah you make a mistake you make a mistake man up do your time pretty much what he did kyle larson did and move on. And that's what happened. And Kyle Larson coming back in 2021, man. I'm sure there's, I'm, but like I said, there's not one person not excited about this on social media. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. But uh, that is all the news. Do you have any other news, man? Well, you mentioned uh, Go Fast Racing. They're scaling back to part-time operations next season. Oh, that's a bummer, man. Yeah, well, there was, uh, the article explained that. Uh, so the uh, owner's son, who is the GM, is uh, looking to expand into other businesses. And the owner himself is looking to spend time with his first grandchild that's going to be born soon. So they're going to, I think they're going to race five or six races, I think it's said next year. But they're going to do races where they know it's financially uh, makes sense, I guess you could say. So maybe a couple of super speedway like races. Daytona 500. Yeah. The Crown Jewels. Yeah, pretty much. Jewels. I think that's what it would probably make sense to do. So All right. it's a shame, but hey, I guess it happens. So. It happens. And I think a lot of that has to do too with the delay in the Gen 7 car. Mm-hmm. That's why Levine family, or Levine family Racing is closing up shop. I'm sure that's why Jermaine Family Racing is closing up shop. I'm sure that's why a lot of teams and Go Fast Racing pulling back to part time schedule is because that they were expecting that car to come out this year or in 2021 to save time and save costs and stuff. And then all of a sudden COVID happened and they said, NASCAR said, no, we got to push it back, which I don't understand why, but I do at the same time. COVID has really affected a COVID, lot. COVID has affected all walks of life and everything in the, in the sports and stuff like that. And there's no surprise that this is just another part of it, but that's a bummer, man. I never, yeah. I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. So that's all the news we have, folks. And we're just going to go ahead and get into our checkers and records from an exciting weekend of racing and get you ready and started gearing up for Martinsville. All right, Matt, before we get into our next segment here on the show, I want to downshift real quick and tell you about uh, a new store that has come out for us where you can get all the latest and greatest in the Marvels merchandise. you know where that's at? Yeah, where's that at, Preston? It's at teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles, you know, fall winter time's coming up oh yeah it is, everybody man. you know get down to christmas shopping what better way to do it than to show your passion for the show in the marbles than to go to teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles you find hoodies long sleeve shirts t-shirts you know accessories and we'll i'm sure we'll have more to come out in the coming months oh, that sounds great yeah it's great and you know until and from now until the end of the month october the 31st if you type in the discount code MARBLEHEAD, you get 10% off on your order. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds like a great deal, doesn't it? So go to teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles to get all the latest and greatest merchandise in the marbles and show your passion. And just and to reiterate again, that is teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles. And that stores is with an S at the end. I know some people are probably going to get confused with that, but I'll read it to you again. Teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles. Sounds good. All right. Uh, moving on to our next segment of the show, our checkers and wreckers. And uh, I I don't know about you, but I only had checkers this weekend. I had checkers as well, man. I mean, it, despite the rain and everything going on with Well, Texas, despite what the, uh, the truck series... The uh, the mishaps in the truck series. Oh I didn't my have any. Gosh, I, didn't, I got some Twitter threads from Josh Rayum all yeah, about the roads. Yeah, man. we'll get to that I, in a second. Oh my goodness, yes, <laughs> I we will. I just remembered about that. So, um, jumping into the checkers, though, uh, I only had two. Okay. Uh, the first one was uh, Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez. Now, I I, I, I got to admit, and I'm going to give away my talks about Formula One here. I went out with Caroline Saturday or Sunday morning. We were, I think, just running errands, just getting ready for the weekend because we were spending all weekend together. And I saw on my phone, I think we went out to breakfast or something. We went out somewhere, and I saw on my phone, Lewis Hamilton wins his 92nd. So I already knew, knew who won the race. I, you know, I didn't even have to see that. 
and I could have told you who won the race already, but <laughs> yeah. you got to tell me why is Sergio Perez your first checker? So Sergio was turned on the first lap of that race. So straight to the back immediately, but he battled his way back all day long to get a top 10 finish. He got seventh place. And I say, I, you know, I keep him as a checker because not only is that a tough thing to do, especially in formula one, when you yeah. get knocked and then you're all the way in the back, but racing point is still third in the constructor constructor standings. Excuse me. So they're leading by just two points over fourth place right now. All right. So it's a, it's a tight battle for third place. And the constructors. So Sergio Perez gets my my first checker of the weekend. So I, I I really think it's a what a battle back though. Like I said, last place to go get turned and be in last and still come back and get a top ten finish. That's that's good on them. All right, man. That's good. Well, that's okay. Like, hey, good observation. Good checker, man. You have another checker? Yeah. So the second one is uh, our race winner in the Cup Series, Kyle Busch, man. Yeah, man. What we didn't think he'd make it on fuel, but sure enough, he did. He was getting pretty close on fuel, but I, I mean, you know, we've said it before. I've said it before. As much as I sometimes would not like to see him win, it was just not right not seeing Kyle Busch get a win at all hey, this year until now. That was it's that was a good race. He's like well deserved. It only took. Like we said, about 80 hours for it to finish, but when <laughs> Kyle Busch finally <laughs> patient enough and won it. And he's now won for what was what it now? 16 straight years, I think Six, it is. Yeah, 16 straight years in the Cup Series. He so, has a victory, joining the likes of, I think, Richard Petty, Ricky Rudd, Jimmy Johnson, the Silver Fox. Oh, gosh, I'm having a brain. David fart. Pearson? David Pearson. And there's one other one. It's not Earnhardt. I think it might be Jeff Gordon. I don't know. But I don't think so. But, I don't know uh, off the top of my head, honestly. But yeah, he he joined a very prestigious list today. It was it, good, or at least cementing his. It was it was a good. I mean, we'll get more into rating race when we get there. But I mean, it was it was good on him. I mean, it just he had Truex coming, but oh, yeah, that was did. only because he was saving fuel at times, and then when they let him open it back up, he did he what he needed up. to do in order yeah. to secure that victory today, Texas. Congratulations to Kyle Busch, well deserved, and we'll get more into that in rating the races. But I have a few checkers of my own, so that my first checker of this episode it's got to go to harrison burden and the reason for that during the xfinity race noah gregson looks like he had it he was gonna punch his ticket to phoenix on the final lap final turn harrison catches him passes him within yards of the start finish line noah gregson had his ticket right there and burden went nope harrison yeah, and, Harrison and looked he like he that, just blasted, oh, he blasted right on by. Blasted right on by, and he took that win. And and what's great, and it goes to show this, what's great about these playoff formats in NASCAR, though everybody, you, you either love it or hate it, I, I think. But if you, if you watch NASCAR and watch these playoff formats, anybody's a contender to win. Yeah. Anybody, not if you're in the playoffs or not. It's just like next week. You don't have a situation like with Tampa Bay and the Los Angeles Dodgers are in the World Series, and those two people are going for a championship. Yeah, you're going to have four people going for a championship in Phoenix here in a couple of weeks, but not only that, you have 38 or 32 other guys. 32 30, to 36. 30, 30, it just depends on the 32 weekend. 32 to 36 other drivers going for a race win at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So you just have to finish ahead of whoever you're fighting for for the championship, you don't have to beat. You win the race. You'd be better if you win the race. It's normally traditionally what happens. But if you just finish ahead of those guys, but, man, that was awesome. Harrison Vernon schooled him. Schooled Noah Gregson. And that was why he's my first checker. My second checker is on this episode is Sheldon Creed securing his ticket to the round of four with the, his win at Texas. Congratulations to Sheldon Creed craziness in the truck series this weekend in Texas having to do deal with, I think it was Ben Rhodes mm-hmm. and Christian Eck is getting into it. Christian Eck is getting turned by Ben Rhodes and Ben Rhodes was just getting into everybody, which prompted Josh Rayum to get on there and pretty much call him a liar. Yeah, there and, was a there was a lot going and on. Man, they <laughs> said this, and Josh t- tweeted out the standards are set with no penalties coming out for those run-ins. Yeah, he said something about he was expecting um, a truck at his shop or something like that, right? I think Rayum said that something like that. But man, I tell you, um, 
Martinsville is going to be interesting in the truck series. People, if you want to tune into a race anytime during these playoffs, watch the truck race. We'll tell you when and where coming up here in the next few minutes. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be interesting. I think yeah. a lot of targets are on that 99 truck. <laughs> yeah, there are. And I do have a third checker. Folks, you got to give it to him. The Jet Dryer Drivers. Wow, say, that's say, a good one. Say that three times fast. The Jet Dryer Drivers. Yeah. Who worked diligently from Sunday when the race got postponed due to rain until today drying the track. Because once we got red flagged, I switched right over to the NASCAR channel on the scanners. Here and okay, I'm hoping the track was grinding. And folks, it was back and forth. It was, oh, the track's drying, the track's drying. And we've lost it again. We've lost it again. Yeah. Oh, we see a gray spot. Oh, okay, this might happen. Track's lost. We lost it. Yep. And you just hear, and not once did any of the workers, I'm now on the mic, not any of the workers, oh, man, this is, we're wasting our time. No, it's just, you know, you hear that. I don't know who the main guy is, the director of the race, the race director. But his clearest day, you you could tell that he has a very distinct voice. Like, I'm going to need the pit crew with the 42 car to the big red trailer after the race. You, you, you know who it is. <laughs> I can't duplicate it. But he, he just said, okay, these guys need fuel. And they'd come in and get fuel. And, oh, we uh, tower Charlotte won the tower. Go ahead. We lost a track. Okay, bring them in, fill them up, get ready for the next run. Yeah. I- for three days, they dealt with that. And, folks... They're my checkers this week here at In the Marvels, and I don't know if I have any records. I don't have any records. No, I don't have have any records, but I want to bring up the point of, like, those guys are driving so slow. Like, I wonder how how boring it really gets in there. Well, it's got to be – it had to be such a thankless job, and I'm sure a lot of people thanked them on social media and they're at the racetrack. I hope they did. Mm -hmm. I hope they get bonuses this year for Christmas because they worked – all weekend. I mean, like, okay, so if I if I were to if I were to put myself in the shoes of NASCAR, if I was the one over, you know, looking over everything, in my mind, I wouldn't have sent them out for. I mean, like, they were sending them out all the time because they the thought time, they had man. windows. But like, here's there were different things with it. First of all, a lot of people were like, "Oh, we don't see any rain on the radar." Well, that's because the ceiling cloud was too low. So you can't. It's not going to show up on radar. So it's just going to be constantly misting. So that's one reason why. But then when you, I went when we got postponed on Sunday when the red flag came out. I went and looked at the weather for the next couple of days, and I was like, man, this doesn't look good. Like this is going to be. I I would have been like, you know what? I don't know what to tell you guys, but I don't know if I want to send those guys out there for just hours on end if we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, and I learned something today. I learned that it used to be. NASCAR would just reschedule for the next open weekend. So for one year in Talladega, they re, it got rained out, and they rescheduled it to Easter. It was an open weekend. We're rescheduling on Easter. Yeah. We don't do – NASCAR doesn't do that anymore, and I'm glad they don't do that anymore because it's the next clear day. Or else I don't think I'd be at the Daytona 500 this year. I'd have to reschedule and replan and do all that stuff, and it would have been a waste of time and money for me. But I tell you – they did the right thing. They stuck it out, and the fans there got rewarded with hot passes for the all-star race coming up here next year. And I, I tell you, I would have hopefully been one of those guys who got that because they stuck it out well I have, longer than yeah, they should. I have to give it to not only the fans, but, I mean, you have to give it to the teams as well to have to stick there for days oh. knowing that we got and, Martinsville and, looming. And what can you really do under the current COVID restrictions? Yeah. Can you go to the gym? You can't go to the movies. Nope. You can't really go to the gym. You can't really go out. No, you're kind of quarantined there, man. Yep. And, and I don't think – and I'm, I'm not there, but I'm sure you couldn't, couldn't just go down to somebody else's trailer and go, hey, buddy, what's up? You want to hang out, drink some beer? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man, but... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. 
so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Good on them. It was it was well fought and I'm they, just glad they, that we got the race in this week. I'm glad too, because now we could do our pre race show without going, oh, uh, we don't know who won, but this is our pre race show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll tell they're on the, the unhinged are gonna look like they're on the unhinged sports network. <laughs> but man, I'm glad we got to do that. I'm glad it was a good race. It was a you know, good race, and we'll get and we'll just go ahead and hop into rating the races now. I rated the cup race good. And it was overall a good race. It came down to fuel mileage, which was awesome. I like those fuel mileage races. I'm like, is yeah, he going to make it? Is those. he, he going to make, yep. make it? Is he not? Now, we talked about that a few weeks ago, but I missed that. I'm, got, I'm glad we got to see that this weekend at Texas, especially for the cup race, at least for the cup race. Preston, how would you rate the cup race? I thought it was good. I thought all uh, all three NASCAR series were good this weekend. I really enjoyed them. Uh, cup race was great. Uh, like I like we said, I mean, it's just good to finally get it in. But the whole fuel mileage thing at the end was was really cutting it close. I mean, we we thought Clint Boyer was going to win, but he was I mean, his strategy was way off. Yeah, he, and he had he, to come in with about what twenty five thirty to go. I think it yeah, was something like that. And uh, Kyle Busch was saving, and uh, we thought Truex was catching him, but it was only because he was saving, and then he opened it back up. And then Christopher Bell was there in third. Yeah, Christopher Bell, man, honorable mention for a checker right there. Yeah. For Christopher Bell and that Divine Family race. I think what really made it good as well is, I mean, nothing against Kevin Harvick or Denny Hamlin, but it kind of gets old knowing that those two were the ones that were trading wins a lot over the season. It was nice oh. to see a breath of fresh air for once. Wow, it, it, that sounds vaguely familiar about what I say about Formula One. Yeah. So. Oh, my goodness. That's... <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so weird how when it happens to your sport, it's like, oh, this is just part of it. But when it happens in somebody else's yeah, realm, it's so, like, oh man, it's way better. So, but it was, like I, like we said, like I said, it just didn't feel right that Kyle Busch had not had a win this season. It was just so weird. Yeah, we, we said that last episode, and I put something on Twitter about that, and I hope a lot of people saw that and agreed with it, because I, I, th- I found that very true, that you love, it's just like me and Lewis Hamilton, love him or hate him, you want to root against him and see someone beat the best. Yeah. And Kyle Busch, regardless if he's not racing for championship this year, is one of the best for me. Mm. But we're going to go ahead and rate the rest of your races. You said everything was good, and how would you rate the Formula One race? Uh, the Formula One race was okay. Okay. And so... You're going to have to explain that one to me, because yeah. usually it's, oh my gosh, that was so awesome. He finished by four seconds, not 15. Yeah, so the start was interesting uh, because of the weather over the weekend and Carlos Sainz was up there at first at the start. And I was like, Oh man, this is good. And then you just give it a couple of laps and then Mercedes is right back where they should be. And then you're just like, Oh, okay. So it wasn't really the best. It wasn't really the best. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, you know, Lewis Hamilton winning, getting 92 wins. That's great. Good for him. But it just, once everything finally got settled in, I th- at first I thought that we were in for an interesting race, right? but we were not. Yeah, and I, I would have to agree with you there, Preston. I really would. But everything good except Formula One, which is okay for you. My, I have one outstanding this weekend, and that was the Xfinity race, only because Harrison Burden just totally stole one from Noah Gregson there in the final lap of the final turn and the final yeah. stretch <laughs> of that race, which was awesome to watch. Harrison Burden is a fun up-and-comer to watch, keep your eye on. Truck race was good for me. A lot of drama there at the end with a lot of drivers. Yeah. And especially around Christian Eckes and Ben Rhodes that we covered there briefly and the Twitter battle going on there with that. That that was always that was fun to just observe and sit back and like that popcorn meme with Michael Jackson eating popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a lot of fun to do. That's the one everybody likes to use. And this isn't gonna be a surprise to you. I even though I knew Lewis Hamilton won, I went back to watch the race hoping that at least somebody gave him rent one for his money. Formula one, dud. Yeah. Just I, I don't blame you for that one one bit. Yeah, because I knew who was going to win and who was going to. Maybe take... we have better years ahead of us with the Concord agreement. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll have to see, man. It's just like everybody saying that for the Gen 7 car. Maybe we have better years ahead of us, and one can only hope. But uh, yeah, that's all. That's all rating the races. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and look at the playoff trees right now. So with two races to go, Martinsville and Phoenix coming up for the truck series. Brett Moffin and Sheldon Creed have locked their places into the round of four there for Phoenix. 
We have Chase Briscoe still locked his in. Noah Grayson was about to lock his in. He's checking in, but yeah. not really cutting it. And he's got Martinsville to do it. We're going to get more into that here probably in a second, but I'm not sure he is hit or miss for junior motorsports there. I think all guys are going to make it, but Grayson, he's got to have something go extremely well for him to make it there. And we saw today Kyle Bush win. That really, really changed up the cup. Anything at all. If you want more information on that, listen to our Race day show, race day unhinged, exclusively on the unhinged sports network. Every race day at 9 a.m. for our pre-race this week is going to be Martinsville, and it's going to be a lot to cover. Make sure to tune into the unhinged sports network for that. Upcoming races here for we're getting close to the end, man. Getting very close to the end. So Formula One at Italy, isn't it Imola? Yes, is at Imola. Okay, so at the historic Imola track there at Italy for the Formula One series it's going to be november 1st at 7 10 a.m on espn all nascar is going to be at orangeville the cup's going to be racing november 1st at 3 30 p.m on nbc hopefully without any rain delay <laughs> hopefully i got my fingers crossed i'm not really worried about <laughs> phoenix i'm more worried about Martinsville. yeah because there is another hurricane and godly i feel bad for the people in the gulf that's going to push a lot of rain up later this week. So, that I mean, I'd have to go back and look at what the forecast is going to look like. But, thankfully, Martinsville does have lights now. So, And I will tell everybody this who is just joining us here on the Unhinged Sports Network and in our on our regular podcast platform that Preston is our resident meteorologist. So, don't yeah. worry not. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I do. <laughs> knows what he's talking about. Xfinity going on Halloween, October 31st at 3 p.m. on NBC, and the trucks will be racing Martinsville as well under the lights at 8 p.m. on FS1. And if any, like we said earlier, any race to watch, it's going to be that one for the truck series at Martinsville. Really cool to watch, and I can't wait to see because somebody said it on, I forget who it was on Twitter, but he said that Ben Rhodes has more to lose than we do at Martinsville. Yeah. Stand by. Yeah, stand by for this. <laughs> uh, this is going to be fun to watch at Martinsville, man. But that being said, we're going to go ahead and hit into our movie review after these messages from Unhinged Sports Network, if you're on that, and uh, ad read. All right, Preston, before our next segment starts, I wanted to tell you and all of our listeners about a brand new store that where you can get all of your in the marbles gear, such as T-shirt, hoodies, and more. You know where that's at? Where's that at? Teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles. It is getting colder outside. That's right. Fall's coming. And people are going to need to bundle up with hoodies and long sleeve shirts and beanies and hats. And in the marbles store at Teespring.com is your place for all your in the marbles gear. So everybody that you're a true marble head and show off your passion for racing and that you are a fan of In The Marbles. That's teesprings.com forward slash stores forward slash In The Marbles. And if you order from now until October 31st and use the promo code MARBLEHEAD, you'll get 10% off your order. That's great. That's a great deal. That is an excellent deal. So go head over to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash In The Marbles for all your In The Marbles gear and make sure to use that code MARBLEHEAD for 10% off. That's teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles check it out there's one thing i really love about this show and that we could bring everybody our favorite movies and documentaries about racing and all things racing it's a lot of fun just to watch them over and over again and one of my favorite ones here Preston and I don't know if you've seen this one or not it's a really good one if you haven't if those out there have seen it they'd probably agree with me unrivaled a NASCAR on Fox or Fox Sports Films presentation of unrivaled Jeff Gordon versus Dale Earnhardt it was one of those great things documenting their rivalry from the time Jeff Corning came in in the early 90s all the way up to Earnhardt's death. And, of course, they talked about Earnhardt's death because they, they said at the end of the documentary, rivalries usually die away or they get old, and their rivalry ended in the 2001 Daytona 500. But you kind of saw it coming if you're yeah. talking about anything Dale Earnhardt related. Mm-hmm. But this particular documentary... You know, Earnhardt was doing great, came in in 79, won the 80, 1980 Winston Cup Championship, and was 
claiming all of these championships and doing everything. And then all of a sudden, in 1992, Jeff Gordon comes in. And in 93, he makes his full-time start in the season. 94 explodes, and Jeff Gordon wins the Coke 600, and he wins the Brickyard 400, and he starts winning, and he starts getting championships. And all of a sudden, the fan base of NASCAR is split. Either if you're a working class man, mechanic, Dale Earnhardt's your guy. If you are kind of like a little more refined, I hate to use the word a little more refined, but that's kind of the way it perceived it. If you're a little more polished and everything like that, you're a Jeff Gordon guy. And everybody said, you know, and a lot of people said, if you just polish up Dale Earnhardt a little bit, it would be a Jeff Gordon. Mm-hmm. They were so good on the track against each other. But really good friends off the track. It's like, you know, a lot of people said, I think they used their fame in on-track rivalry for them to make each other money. It's like, yeah, why not? Yeah, Let's make it a kind of a WWE thing where we'll shoot promos and be like, oh, we'll shoot at each other. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll just watch the money just roll in, let everybody pick a side and all that stuff. It, it was really well done. You know, of course, you know, Jeff Gordon was in it, Larry McReynolds, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and a lot of people just talking about this rivalry and how great it was. It was a really good rivalry, and it's worth a watch. I think it used to be on YouTube for free. It's not on YouTube anymore for free. But I think you could um, get it on Amazon. If I wanted to say there's a Motor Trend channel on Amazon, you could try out free for seven days. I don't know how much it is per month. Yeah, Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports 1 likes to play those different it, it things comes on, every once in a while. It comes on FS1 a lot. Yeah. So from time to time, if you catch it on FS1, make sure to DVR it. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth the, I think, two hours of your time because it's, it's really well done. I think it's one of those top movies that really does. And of course, it talks about Earnhardt, but not in the way that you'd expect him to talk about Earnhardt. It's like, oh, you know, let's talk about this day and continue on more and hear the stories. No, it just that's when the rivalry ended. And who knows how many more times we could have seen these two battle it out on the track. But for that, it's going to get the highest review we can rating it that it can get here at In the Marbles. Five lug nuts, really good. Check it out. Unrivaled. Dale Hart versus Jeff Gordon. Really worth your time. And now we're going to go in and get go ahead and get into our final thoughts this week in NASCAR and our driver of the week and start wrapping up this show. White flag. White flag. White flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. All right, final thoughts here for our 58th episode. I can't believe it's been 58 episodes. Before we know it, we're going to be in episode in the 300s, man. Yeah. I really feel yeah. like that. It, it's going places. I want to thank everybody, first of all, for tuning in to us weekly and just hearing us talk racing, man. Yeah, we're, we thank you for tuning in to yeah, us. Abs- I mean, you yeah. know, we might not be the smartest people out there, but we but, try to connect. But we, but we know racing. Yeah, we know racing, That's so we right. kind of can we can connect on other fans' levels, you know. That's right. So okay, so we had to do this a little unorthodoxly, just right at right after our last segment, our movie review segment, because we realized that the fantasy league in the Marvels two has not updated yet with the actual score, so we can't pull them up on YouTube here, but we. Did the math. We got the top five, the top five who were still in it, and we calculated it up, and here's what we came up with. The winner of this weekend was SMR R&D, which is Maples. Yep. He scored 186 points, and now is up to 5,750 points going into Martinsville. Wow. Two races to go. Beamer on a Beamer scored, was finished third, actually, and scored 170 points, which puts him at 5,707 points. It's coming. It's going to come down right to Phoenix, I feel, with those yeah. two. I can't wait to see who wins that $100 Amazon gift card. I finished fourth overall, or second overall, I apologize, but still fourth in the standings with 5,323 S-Blades, Finished fourth today, but still maintains that third place position with one with five thousand three hundred and fifty three points. You finished dead last, one hundred and fifty one points scored today, five thousand two hundred and thirty seven. You're still you got to do well at Martinsville in order to be mathematically in there, or else you have to just get everything perfect and everybody's just got a wreck. Yeah, <laughs> I think, that's what know, I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, well, hey man. 
thing, strange things happen. Strange, stranger things have happened, and we're going to Martinsville where strange things do happen. Yeah, it's and it's going to be Halloween weekend. It's That's gonna, true. It's just going to be crazy there at Martinsville. It's going to be a lot of fun there at Martinsville. I can't wait. And now we get to by far one of my fo- most favorite parts of the show, Driver of the Week. And our Driver of the Week this week here is in the Marvels. I'm sure you haven't heard of them. I'm sure maybe a handful of fans out there in, in the Marvels Nation, our Marbleheads, have heard of this driver. His name is Billy Wade. Nope, never heard of him. You've never heard of Billy Wade? Well, here's what I did. Instead of going for the big names, I just kind of clicked on a Richard Patty Championship. I believe it was in the early 60s and said, I've never heard of this guy. Let me tell you about Billy Wade. Billy Wade, born February 28th, 1930. That's the day I was born. Not the year, obviously. (laughs) Okay, good. I I I picked Billy Wade because he was born on February 28th in Houston, Texas, which is crazy because I was born February 28th, and my mom was born in Houston, Texas. So that's pretty crazy how that worked out. really (laughs) crazy. So... But unfortunately, he died in on January fifth, nineteen sixty five, at the age of thirty four, which is crazy because I'm thirty four. Hopefully, that doesn't come up. Oh gosh! Ooh, hopefully, that doesn't thanks. happen here soon. <laughs> I hope I hopefully have a good fifty years left. I hope uh, sixty years. Sixty years. Good. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but he died in a uh, motor vehicle or a racing incident at Daytona, going into turn. He was doing a tire test. Oh, and wrecked in the west turn. It just said west turn, which if I had to do my little calculations here the real west quick, turn, it would be turn one and two. That I think it does sound right. I think that's turn one and two. There, blew a tire. Something happened. Got in an accident. Was killed in that accident at Daytona International Speedway. Mm. But he seems like one of those guys who could have rewritten the history books here, ladies and gentlemen. He was a 1963 NASCAR Rookie of the Year. Ran 70 races over the course of three years with the best finish points finish a fourth a year prior in 1964. His first race was in 1962 Daytona 500. His last race was in 1964 Jace 300 at Augusta Speedway. His first win came at the 1954 Fireball Roberts 200 at Old Bridge Stadium. And his last win in 1964 and at Watkins Glen in the Glen 151.8 has four had four wins, 41 top tens and five poles. Billy Wade is your driver of the week this week here at in the Marbles. I thought that was really cool. That is really cool. Billy Wade, man. And I think and, and I say this about a lot of drivers. I say this about Alan Quickie and Davey Allison, a lot of drivers. Would have rewritten the history books. I believe Billy might have rewritten some of the history books if he had not had that accident at Daytona during the testing. Yeah. Really do. Sounds like it. But for this week in NASCAR, this is a good one. Okay. This is a good one. I'm excited about it, and I hope everybody else is too because, again, this is my, one of my favorite parts of the show. October 31st, 1965, we're going back to. In the entire 73-year history of NASCAR, the Premier Series, which is a Cup Series, has raced on Halloween just five times, the first coming in 1965 when North Carolina Motor Speedway in Rockingham hosted the America 500. The race was historically significant for several reasons. First, it was the inaugural race at Rockingham, which would go on to host 78 premier races before becoming a casualty of the NASCAR's expansion into bigger markets in 2005. Some 35,000 fans showed up for the first race, a huge crowd given the track's relative isolation in rural North Carolina. So it being out in the middle of nowhere, 35,000 people came out there. Check it out. That was significant. Another significant factor, it was another significant factor was that the winner was Hall of Famer Curtis Turner, who was driving the number 41 Ford Galaxy, fielded by the fellow Hall of Famer Farmers Glenn and Leonard Wood of the Wood Brothers. Turner had been banned for life by NASCAR founder and chairman Bill France in 1961 for attempting to unionize the drivers. In 1965, France lifted the ban, allowing Turner to return to competition. And that was your This Week in History, October 31st, 1965. What an awesome piece of history, man. That's There's a lot of history in there. Wow. Winning for the Wood Brothers. You get to come back after being banned. 
Yeah, and, and I, I remember, I remember hearing about that. They wanted to start a union. It was really, I think, at, at the Talladega race, uh-huh. where they said, "No, we need to unionize this. This is unsafe. We need to f- protect ourselves." And Bill France, Big Bill France, wasn't having that, and he said, "Nope, you're gone," and allowed him to come back. But so and, much history at Rockingham. Yeah, God, Rockingham. I miss Rockingham. And if only that track could come back, I think that would sell out every year. That Rockingham good. would sell out, absolutely. Oh, it would sell out. I'd have to be on the next waiting list for the next decade for yeah. tickets there, I'm sure, if yeah. I didn't jump on that right away. Hey. Mm. But, man, that, great was, history. that was a great history. And, you know, before we wrap up our show here, uh, in our final thoughts segment, I like this time because it is kind of a free form time. You could kind of just sit here and, Talk about your thoughts coming up here. We have two races to go in in the NASCAR Cup Series. In fact, in all three, in NASCAR in general, technically six races. Well, yeah, if you want to get technical. Technically six races, but (laughs) two races apiece for the Truck Xfinity and Cup. It's coming down to the wire. And Preston, this year has been crazy. But, and I, I think I'll cover this when Nas, when we finish up our year in review show after Phoenix here in the next few weeks. And NASCAR has done an amazing job being on schedule and saying, and yeah, they had to switch some events around. They had to switch one or two events around in order to make this, at least in the Cup Series, make all 36 races happen. And they did, and even with the final playoff races, get them all on date on schedule and man that's that's an accomplishment to nascar and they deserve to be recognized by all sports because nhl didn't have a full season baseball didn't have a full season basketball didn't have a full season a lot of fans of those sports say they're asterisks next to the stanley cup the world series trophy nba championship yeah nascar is crowning a champion with all their races ran Though not at Watkins Glen or Sonoma, we had to find places for those and tr- replacements for those, but they ran every race. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was – NASCAR did a great job. I think it was awesome that we got to have every – like you said, we had to replace some races, but that's okay. You know, We got every single race in, and it was cool to see Darlington be run twice and Charlotte be run twice, so – I'll take it. You know, like you said, it sucks that other sports had shortened seasons, but NASCAR did everything that they could to have a full season. Yeah, we didn't get everything that we wanted, like practices, or we didn't get qualifyings, which is unfortunate. Maybe we'll get that back next year, but in a little more in a little more quantity than we did this year. I think the only practice that I remember was the road course at Indianapolis. I think that's going to be on one of those. But this, this shortened schedule has been something else. Adaption for everybody. Kyle Busch blamed it on his winning streak. But now he can't blame that on anything else. Nope. He can't blame Cannot. that anymore because now he shows that he can win. But, man, what great races this weekend. I'm looking forward to Martinsville. Again, check out our pre-race show on the Unhinged Sports Network at 9 a.m. Sat- or Sunday for – Everything you need to know, getting ready for Martinsville, hopefully on Sunday, and no more of this rain. But you got something for that, right? Yeah, it's not going to be raining on Sunday. I just checked the weather. so. But it's 2020. Let's go ahead and just plan for rain. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. If that hurricane ahead. moves through fast enough, maybe we'll. Yeah, now, see, uh, I'm, we're already close to the edge. I mean, we're, I mean <laughs> what, here in two days, the trucks are going to go ahead and start racing there. Yeah, well, the, the weather looks fine. It just looks a little cool over the weekend, so... I could deal with cool. Yeah. There's, like, 10% chance of rain every Oh, day. and by the way, that I, I forget the year, but I just it just came to me. The race that got postponed from... It was a Richmond race, and it was right after Daytona. I forget the year. I think it was in the early 80s, mid-80s. But after the Daytona 500, they go to Richmond. And it wasn't rain. It was snow. Mm-hmm. And so they did it after a Talladega race, I believe, on Easter weekend. I mean, hey, we almost had that this past week at Texas. I mean, the temperatures were in the 30s at one yeah, point. Yeah, oh, geez, that's miserable. And you got to feel for the fans working or sitting out there. Good on them for staying there. Yeah. You got rewarded with a hot pass to the All-Star race, which is awesome. I mean, if you don't call in sick or 
Take vacation for that. You're crazy. Call me. Call us here. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll take, take it. This. Holy cow, man. <laughs> but, man, I mean, NASCAR's done a great job. I'm disappointed to see it come to an end. It feels like it's just flown by once it's got going again. But I'm happy that we're going to Daytona. I'm going to Daytona. I'm trying to bring you along to Daytona. I'm planning on it. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'm planning. Okay. I have it far enough in advance, so we'll see. It's February 14th. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Are we camping? Yeah, we're camping. Okay. <laughs> now, we're not going to do it like we did at the Roval and get the RV and stuff unless something happens where I come into a lot of money and then all of a sudden, oh, I could buy an RV. And then you just have in the marbles on the side of it. And then I, yeah, I just have in the marbles on the side of it. And that's our official podcast studio. But, yeah. uh, but uh, no, no, no. Hey, okay. if, any, if anybody's going to do that, you are. Because I no, I've already spent too much money on this. Well, if I hit the lottery, then you know exactly what's happening. Great. And, and might as well just buy me a new truck. I'll just buy your house for you, too. I'll Thanks, pay it buddy. for you, dude. Hey, take care of you first. Well, yeah, but you'll be taken care of as well. Oh, man, you're the best. I'll yeah. buy you a new truck and everything. Oh, man, you're oh, going to ask for a better hey, friend. I mean, in the marbles would be big. That, so. Right. I, and I'm glad we're with the Unhinged Sports Network. We I was just on the teleconference with all of them and you would have liked it choke slam wrestling and i think it was time to bs podcast who's a big sports guy up there in long island we're talking wrestling and that took over the the, the whole teleconference oh man and i'm sitting there yesterday <laughs> and first of all i learned from a very wise person it was my dad who said if you don't know what people are talking about keep your mouth shut so needless to say, I didn't say anything from the time the meeting started until I introduced myself and said, I don't know anything about anything because race season's still going on. Give me give me a few a couple weeks and then I'll be into the swing of things. Maybe. I would have loved to have been there if they were talking about but wrestling. They were talking about wrestling. They were talking about guys I had no idea who they were talking about. You probably don't even remember the names. No, I don't. <laughs> but they were talking about something about SummerSlam. Oh, that's WWE. Yeah, it was WWE, but I had no idea what they were talking about, who they were talking about, because they didn't mention Shawn Michaels. They didn't mention Triple H. They didn't mention any of the big names I grew up with. Yeah, I don't really care for WWE too much anymore. So, yeah, you should listen to Choke, Choke Slam. Oh, man, I forgot the name. It's like Choke Slam Report or something like that. Okay, yeah, I'll have to give it a listen. Uh, but if you like wrestling, that's the place to be. Yeah. Because he, 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 they spit off all these people, and, and I had no... It, it, and 20 minutes later, they said, okay, we need to get back on track, and everybody's sitting there listening. And I wanted to chime in and be like, well, what about their, them, their Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> <laughs> what about their Steve Austin? I, don't, I, I just didn't understand. And then they started talking about football, and I didn't understand a word they were saying about that. And then they started talking about baseball, and oh... L.A. might win the World Series this today. It's like, I didn't even know there was a game on tonight. Yeah, I didn't keep, yeah. They, they just postponed the race. It's like, I've given up on the day. <laughs> but, man, it's so much fun being a part of them. I could see it going places. They've getting a, gotten, they've expanded our viewership a lot. And if you're listening on the Unhinged Sports Network or our podcast platform, we thank you immensely because it's doing nothing but growing and the numbers reflect and it's, all because of you guys, and I really do appreciate it. It's a, it's a lot of fun bringing you this podcast weekly, and can't wait to see what the next few years bring, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep, sure is. But the Unhinged Sports Network, can't brag about them enough. Always brag about them at the end of the podcast just to promote them a little more and give them more insight, give them more publicity. Make sure to go check them out. If you, Like I said on last week's tweet, if, you don't, if you're not a podcast person, maybe you're a radio person, they're coming out with an app here in the next few weeks. So all you need to do is download the Unhinged Sports app, and we'll tell you when and where to get it. Hit play, and you can listen to In the Marbles, the Choke Slam Wrestling Show. I can't wait. I'm excited. Sports and things. Jim was amazed that you loved sports and things. He, he thought it was great that you... Listen yeah, to them. I got to listen to them. I, I enjoy you know, it. Far into the bench, everything. It, it's such a great, unique mixture of shows, and it's only getting better. We're starting to collaborate more and more news to come out from that here. They and and they want to do this NFL thing where they talk about the NFL, kind of like a pregame thing around the horn uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. And I don't want any part of that. And it's not because I don't support Unhinged Sports Network. 
is because they're going to give me a team. And for instance, it's going to be here's this here's the Saints and the Seahawks playing. It's like okay, uh, Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, going up against Wilson, another good quarterback. Saints. <laughs> that would be my preview for it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. It would just be embarrassing for me. Embarrassing. It was like somebody coming in and saying, yeah, Jeff Gordon, how's he running? It's like he retired back in 2015, man. It was like, oh, yeah. It's just like it's best to stick in your lane. And I get what they're doing, but don't ask in the marbles to do it because I will sound like a fool if I did it. Just telling you straight up. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> But, Preston, you have anything else before we start wrapping enough here? Nope, I've got nothing else. All right. Well, just make sure to uh, go check out Race Day Unhinged every race day at 9 a.m. on the Unhinged Sports Network for all your free race show. This week's show is going to be about Barnesville, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure to check out our store, teespring.com forward slash stores with an S and forward slash in the marbles for all your in the marbles apparel. I got a hoodie coming. It's going to be nice. I'm going to can't wait to wear that. The weather's starting to cool off, as you heard in our ad reads. And remember, until October 31st, Marblehead, 10% off your order. More promos will come. It's the holiday season coming up here. And anything else, Preston? One more time. Nope, nothing. All right, buddy. Well, that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I want to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at In The Marbles. Make sure to follow In The Marbles on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. Make sure to check out our show on the Unhinged Sports Network. Race Day Unhinged, every race day, 9 a.m. for the latest and greatest for the before the green flag drops. For Preston Lude, I'm Matt Beamer. Stay safe and have a good rest of your week. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.